This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Welcome to AutoCorrect, helping you correct your auto problems. I'm Liz Gill with the lady auto mechanic, Allison Walker, ASC certified. Hello, Allison. Hi, Liz. Today we're going to talk about the most important items to check on your vehicle to keep it running smoothly. Smoothly. We'd love to get your email questions for the show, auto at mpbonline.org. We're not taking phone calls today, but we're going to give you a chance to go to mpbonline.org to make a contribution to show everybody how much you love autocorrect and Mississippi public broadcasting. So, Allison, you know, sometimes we get into the transmission axle flush fill uh, PFC valve OMG, OE, M business, and uh, sometimes we just need to kind of step back, at least for me, and go over some of the essential things that we need to check to make sure that your car is in good shape to avoid a potential accident. Uh, so what are, let's, let's start off. What's something good to check to make sure that your car is running good? The first thing that everyone should know how to check and you should probably teach your kids when they're learning to drive is how to check their own oil. And you want to check your oil because most cars use a little bit of oil between oil changes, and you don't want it running low. It actually makes the temperature of your engine a little hotter. Engine oil helps cool down your car as much as it helps lubricate, and so you don't want to run it low. And most cars, as they wear and they get older, they start burning a little more oil. And you want to know how much oil. Is it half a quart? Is it a whole quart between oil changes? You'd be surprised what all cars burn oil between oil changes in that. You didn't know it, but you may be running it a little bit low. So learning how to check your oil is one of the main things. And you check it by when the engine is cold. Check it by pulling the dipstick. Know where your dipstick is. For the engine oil, they're usually well labeled, and yeah, I like it. I think in my oil. my new Mazda, uh, new it's it seems new to me. In my new Mazda, uh, it's nice, bright day glow yellow. The the dipstick yeah. is so you can really see it. They are usually yellow, mm-hmm. and a bright a bright color, and you can't miss it. They usually have engine oil written on the dipstick. Or something pointing to it, and uh, and also for people listening, you can YouTube how to check the oil on your on your car. There's there's going to be a video out there that, how to check your engine oil on a few cars. Um, they don't have dipsticks anymore. I know BMW doesn't for oil, and you have to know how to read your LED screen that tells you how much fluid you have in your vehicle level. And it keeps up with that through a sensor. So that helps you know how, how much oil is in your vehicle. But for most vehicles, check your dipstick. Know how to check it. Um, check it when it's cold when you, is how you check your engine oil. And you should be good to go. So that's checking the amount. How do you check if the, the quality is good, if it hadn't gone bad? Or what does gunky look like? 
Well, you want your fluid to be kind of like an amber color, close to the color of oil, oh. just like vegetable oil or something like that. Indian oil looks similar. It's a, it's a little more brown colored, a little more amber colored. But if it's if it's black, you've got a problem. It, it it's past due for needing to be changed. If it's gunky at all, you've got a serious problem. Um, then it's gone too far between oil changes. So you want it to be a nice amber color, um, just starting to brown and get darker, and then it's time to change it. And changing oil—that's that could—that's a whole other show. We, <laughs> we've yeah. done whole other shows on on when you should change your oil. So y'all listen, find that podcast. Let's let's talk about the next thing. Uh, there's a, a commercial. There's a lot riding on your tires. What do we need to check with the tires? On your tires, there's a few things you can check for. You want to check, of course, your tire pressure. And that's something you want to teach your kids, too, is how to check tire pressure because you want to check it when the car is cold before it's been driven very far and how to use a tire pressure gauge. And the tire pressures are going to be on your inside driver's side panel. There's a little um, sticker there that says the tire pressures for all your tires and your spare tire. So you want to check all those and know how to check them and know what the tire pressure is from that tire panel. If it's not in there, then it'll be in your owner's manual what the tire pressure should be and and learn how to do that. And like I said, check it when it's cold. Another thing you want to look at is, is the tread wearing evenly. If there's too much worn on the outside or the inside or in the middle, and the rest is looking good, then you have an alignment problem. Something's going on. You have something is either bent or it's out of alignment, and that needs to be fixed because it's going to wear your tires out a lot faster. But you have to get down and look at them, and you want to check all four of them and, because one can be wearing differently than all the rest and, get, and make sure your tread is wearing evenly. And that's where doing your tire rotations help with that. And tire rotations are generally due every 5,000 miles on, on cars. You can look in your owner's manual to see when they're actually due. But checking the tire tread is important to know where they're at on your car. And another thing is look for cracks or anything that could make it deflate quicker or uh, signs of old age um, as tires get old, they dry rot. If they, if it's a car that hasn't been driven a lot, the tires will dry rot. And so you want to keep an eye out for cracking on the tire wall. And that's a time to replace them. Going back to the tire pressure, when I was a kid, you know, I was a touchy everything in the car kind of thing. And I loved opening up the glove box. And that's where my mom kept the tire pressure reader. And, you know, it was a silver stick that had the little white gradation that came out that, you know, you, you put on your tire and it pops out how much the pressure is. And now they have gone so fancy. Um, I had a, a kid who was uh, going back and forth to Oxford, and we got them for Christmas. It was a tire inflator. It was, oh, uh, smaller than a 20-ounce uh, bottle of Coke. Uh, 
little thinner than that, but you could hook it up to a USB charger. That's how you charged it, and then that would let you add air to your car. It's the, the tire. That was the wildest thing. And then now lots of the cars have the tire pressure gauge on the dash, dashboard. Yep, they do, uh, and that's really helpful on that. A lot of they're called tire pressure monitor systems, and they let you know how much air is in your tire. I, I like those, and and if if they haven't gone bad, they do tend to act up occasionally on cars. A lot of people have their tire pressure light on, and and it they need a sensor replaced, which is actually inside the tire on most cars, and. Um, and those can be a little bit expensive to replace, but it does help monitor your tire system. But you can do it manually the old school way with a tire gauge, tire pressure gauge. And it's just, it's a good thing to learn to know how to use it and then to know what your tire pressures need to be for each tire. And here's something I'm going to challenge everybody to do this weekend. Go, you know, look at your closest gas station. Look at the gas stations on your way to work or on the way to the grocery store. Look to see who's got air. And, you know, does the air require quarters? Is it free? You know, keep a lookout to see who's got the out-of-order sign on their air pump at the gas station in case you don't have one of those handy-dandy air pumps. But uh, a lot of those air pumps are good to have. Folks use them for rafts or for floaties or for all sorts of things. But, you know, keep an eye out to see what kind of air pressure is going around you do you do you know where you can go for air uh allison or do you you probably have a portable air charger i have a portable air charger that i keep in my car and uh, i haven't really used it yet haven't needed to but i do i have air compressed air at the shop and then at my house i have compressed air so i can air it up like a like you can at a gas station but it is good to know what place closest to you because you don't want to drive over five miles before checking your air and in your tires because it gets too warm and then you can't check it accurately the air pressure in there as it as it heats up it it gets to be more than than what it needs to be for you to check it accurately and so finding out where one is close to your house is, is a really good idea before i had all this stuff, you know, I always had it, I had it mapped out where the air was close to my house, so that's a good thing to know for sure. At Mississippi Public Broadcasting, we know that serving the people of our state is something that we cannot do alone. Me, Michelle, and Allison, nah, we need some help. It takes input and financial support from thousands of listeners and viewers. Thousands, that means you. We invest in early childhood education and connect adults with information, like on your tires, that can change your lives. It's our fall fundraiser. Let's do this together. MPB and you. Hello, I'm 
Dr. Nancy Lotridge-Anderson, president of New Perspectives, a fee-only financial advising firm and co-host of Money Talks. For over 10 years, Money Talks has been answering your personal financial questions and sharing knowledge about money management. Money Talks can be heard Tuesdays at 9 a.m. on MPB Think Radio. Podcasts can be found on our website, money.mpbonline.org, or on your smart device's podcasting platform. Listening to AutoCorrect with Allison Walker, the lady auto mechanic. I'm Liz Gill. If you want even more AutoCorrect, we hope that you'll find our podcast. It's on all podcasting platforms for your smart device, or you can listen on our website, autocorrect.mpbonline.org. Here are the recalls for the week. Only got one today. It's the 2019-2020 Jeep Wrangler. Gladiator in Ram 1500 and 2500. Dealers will replace the front seat belt retractors for free. Man, I hate it when you uh, can't get your seat belt adjusted. Allison, you know just the way. Sometimes if you pull it too tight, it it strangles you, but then if it's too loose, it's, it's just not comfy. You can find out if your car has a past recall by going to the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration's website, nhtsa.gov slash recalls and inputting your VIN number. Some smart alecky fussed at me for saying VIN number because it's vehicle identification number number. But I'm going to say VIN number and I'm going to say ATM machine also. So there you go. You can also find that NHTSA's app, Safer Car App, and you can not only put in your VIN number for your car, you can put in your tires, you can put in uh, baby uh, products, things like that, anything that, that might have a recall for safety. We are talking about the most important things to check on your car. We are taking your vehicle repair questions, but by email today. Our email is auto at mpbonline.org. We really want to challenge our listeners who have enjoyed our show, have gotten some good value that they need to go and uh, support MPB on our website, mpbonline.org. Okay, Allison, you told us some great things about the oil, the tire pressure, and the treads. Okay, next to the tires, uh, the tires are connected to the wheels. So what do we need to know about uh, uh, your wheels? What do we need to get checked on our wheels? Um, Your wheels are important. You want to look for any cracks, anything like that that looks abnormal. It it should look good. Um, A lot of people hit their rims on everything and oh, I call it my, rim rash. my mama fusses at me so bad if I take a corner too much and, and hit the rims can that throw it out of alignment too? Yes it can and it'll make your tires wear unevenly it might make it pull to one side or the other and um, can definitely cause damage because you can bend a, like a control arm or a tie rod end or a strut. I've seen a strut bent before. Um, 
And so that's a good thing to check for and, and look and, and see if, if things are out of alignment on there. Then that's probably what's happened is some damage. So you see that a lot, especially in areas that have a lot of potholes. That does a lot of damage to, to cars, to wheels and tires and uh, the components up under there. So that's something to look for. So if, if your car pulls or if your treads are wearing un on on uh, uh average uh, uh if it if the if it's not uh if the if it's not treading you're not you're losing the tread all over that's when you know you need to make sure to get your wheel alignment checked yes and when they check your wheel alignment they'll be able to tell if you have something bent or anything like that going on too hopefully you don't and it just needs to be realigned um and so you know and, and adjusted but sometimes if you've hit something hard enough, it has bent something in there and needs, needs to be fixed. So your wheels, uh, what makes the wheels stop are the brakes. Tell us about, uh, what do we need to know about checking your brakes? Checking your brakes is easier done if you take the tire off, but you can check it with it on and with the tire on. And when your car is cold, you can and you haven't been using the brakes so it's not hot because brakes get really really hot you don't want to do this when they're when you've been driving but when your car's been sitting and it's good and cold you can actually stick your finger in there and feel how thick your brake pads are that's one thing that you can check or take the wheel off and get a light and look in there and see how thick your brake pads are you can look for yourself and do that also check the brake fluid you want to look for if it's gotten dark it's it's probably past due for being changed brake fluid has to be changed every two to three years and it's a something that has to be changed regardless of mileage or how far you drive your cars you can just change the fluid in the reservoir which is easy if you don't feel comfortable having your your brakes brakes bled uh, or doing that yourself and that's a really easy thing to do but but do know that brake fluid is a very caustic fluid and it will eat into your paint so you don't want to get brake fluid on your paint it's the one fluid that does that in your car and so you want to be very very careful about drips make sure you put down towels and that sort of thing but you want your brake fluid to look like vegetable oil and it looks similar to that it has a similar color it's almost clear and brake fluid gets it, it absorbs water and gets old over time and it'll get discolored that's why the reservoirs are clear so that you can see the color of it and also to see the level make sure your level is good if you've lost any fluid or or it's lower than it should be then you may have a small leak that needs to be checked and looked for somewhere before it completely depletes out um brake fluid just is not supposed to lose fluid over time so if you have any fluid loss then you have a leak somewhere and that needs to be checked out but they keep it clear also so that you don't have to take the top off to check the fluid level you should be able to look at it and if it's dirty clean it off but you should be able to look at it on the side and see what's the minimum and maximum fluid level and make sure your fluid levels are good 
So when you're getting gas, which, by the way, is something folks need to make sure that they do check your gas all the time. If there's a, you know, a hurricane or tornadoes or bad weather coming, you want to make sure you've topped off your gas. Allison, I've even heard some people in their prenuptial agreements have said, I promise not to let the gas get below a half a tank or a quarter of a tank. So when you're getting... (laughs) Isn't that yeah. funny? When yeah. when you're getting gas, that's a good time to check the tire pressure and your tire treads. But then it also kind of, you know, it's sort of a cyclical thing. You need to rotate your tires. And when your tires are off, that's a good time where you could check the alignment and check your brakes. Yes, and you can check your suspension components while you're under there. So knowing how to take your tire on and off is an easy step to check things out and put you a step ahead of, of most people on knowing their car. So that's that's a good time to check everything. Another good thing uh, I've heard you talk about checking is the lights. I absolutely love your uh, quick and easy while you're at the convenience store suggestion on how to how to check your lights without even getting out of the car. Yep, and you can do it yourself. So just back into the convenience store occasionally and see check all your lights and see if they're working, or pull forward into it and check check all your lights, check your high and low beams, and see if they're working. Your turn signals will let you know that you've got a light out because it'll start flashing quickly. Yeah, that's what it means when it goes blink, 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 blink. Yeah, and then remember we had the guy who called in It said that his Cadillac wouldn't let him go into drive because a blinker light was out. So some of them have fail-safe things like that going on with them, um, which, is, which is unusual, but it, it's out there. But um, pulling in to the convenience store and looking in the window and you can see your lights is uh, a good quick way to check it out where you don't have to involve anyone else if you can remember to do it. I do it all the time and keep up with my light. Well, and, you know, we've talked a little bit about this before. If you live in, if you live in the city, not necessarily the country, if you live in the city and you've got um, street lights, it's almost bright as daylight. So you may not know if your front uh, lights are off. You know, if you're driving down a country road and it's pitch dark outside you know if your lights aren't out but if you're you know driving around you know jackson or gulfport or biloxi or something you might know that your front lights aren't out so it's you know it's a really good idea to make sure that you've got those lights checked right Okay, let's move on and talk about uh, some of the other things. Uh, antifreeze and coolant, that's something that, oh, uh, that we're going to get to in just a bit. We are talking about all the things that we need to check on your car, the regular maintenance. We've got some emails we're going to try to get to. You can always send us emails to our address, auto, at mpbonline.org. I send those to Allison, and Allison is just, man, you're a volunteer, Allison, and I I am so excited about your passion and of giving to the state of Mississippi and helping with this and to replying to these emails. I just can't tell you how much I appreciate you doing that. So send your emails to auto at mpbonline.org. 
Listeners and viewer support is the most reliable source of income for Mississippi Public Broadcasting. And that's what MPB is, MPB Think Radio, MPB TV. We're Mississippi Public Broadcasting, and it takes input and financial support from thousands of listeners and viewers to bring this service to your neighborhood, your neighborhood, wherever you are. Your contribution is an investment in any amount can change lives. It's our fall fundraiser. Let's do this together, MPB and you. Hi, I'm Walt Grayson. You can now listen to the wild, weird, and wonderful stories of Mississippi with Mile Marker. Some of the big names that travel up and down the highways, obviously Elvis and Johnny Cash, and you have Jerry Lewis, Carl Perkins. Join me as we hit the roads of Mississippi on Mile Marker. Johnny Cash suggested that Carl write a song called Blue Suede Shoes that was all kind of created with Aaron Amory. You can listen by going to mpbonline.org slash radio or by using your favorite podcasting app. Thank you for listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. Allison Walker, the lady auto mechanic, is our expert. I'm Liz Gill. We hope that you've downloaded our app for your smartphone, the MPB Public Media app. In addition to listening to our show on the MPB Public Media app, you can click the support button and make a contribution. Thank you so much to all of our sustainers and to all those who do make contributions to MPB you do it on that MPB Media app. It's super easy. Just hit the support button, especially now during our fall drive time. You can see what our thank you gifts are, but you'll just know that you are supporting Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Now, Consumer Reports gave the label never buy to 30 used cards. Never buy. That's serious. Never buy. And today we're going to caution you about any Chevy Traverse models from 2009 to 2011 and also the 2013 is suspect. Hmm, Chevrolet. Climate systems and suspensions came up continually in the list of malfunctions. So please consider reading up on the reliability of this car before purchasing it as a used car, suggests Consumer Reports. CarComplaints.com is another resource for unreliable car lists. And if you're interested in reviews of new cars, our friend Casey Williams is the automotive correspondent at WFYI, a public radio station in Indianapolis. His review this week is on the 2021 Mercedes AMG GLE 63S. Allison, uh, you're going to get to have some fun this weekend. You're going to get to go to Eurofest in Richland, right? That's right. I'll be judging there this Saturday, and I'd love to meet some people. If anyone sees me running around, I'll have an orange Eurofest shirt on and my ASC certification hat on. And I'm going to be judging these beautiful European cars, and they have a selection. It's amazing. And it's one of the most amazing shows put on around the world because it's free to people who are entered in. And we go by donations to make it function. 
and it's it's absolutely amazing show. It's at the Renaissance Mall in Madison, Mississippi, this Saturday from I believe it starts at nine and ends around five or six. And would love to see you come out for that. And it should be a beautiful weekend for it. We had to cancel this past weekend and moved it to this weekend. So we're looking for some great weather and it should be really nice and be an amazing day. So love to see some listeners out there. Well, it's in Madison County. It's actually the, in Ridgeland, the Ridgeland exit. Oh, that's right. And it's that's an right. outdoor mall. So, oh, Allison, 1,300 COVID cases were reported by the health department today. One, three, two two cases so this is outdoors and it's it's free to people to enter but it's also free to look around so you can right. just walk around outside uh social distance from everybody and look at these super cool cars and michelle mcadoo our engineer has said that mike marsh the organizer is going to be on next stop mississippi on friday october What's tomorrow? <laughs> Whatever tomorrow is. <laughs> I think it's the 16th tomorrow. Oh, okay. So anyway, that's uh, Eurofest at the Renaissance in Ridgeland tomorrow. Let's t- finish off some of our list of things that you need to check on your car to make sure it's in good shape. There's uh, uh, antifreeze and coolant. Is this another one where you can just kind of check under the hood to look at the level? You can, and this is another thing you want to check while the car is cold because the coolant gets very, very hot and will spew all over the place if you open that cap up. I've seen that in cartoons. Yes, right. So you don't want to do it while it's hot. Check it while it's cold. You want to check your level. It needs to be right at the top of the radiator. And also check your coolant reservoir. It's where it it bleeds off into if if it needs to. And make sure your level is good in there. Also, make sure that you use the correct kind for your car because there's many different kinds out there. They do have the universal kind that you can mix with anything, but I recommend using the fluid that comes with your car. Different manufacturers use different kinds, um, and so there's and there's quite a few different kinds out there. So you want to make sure you use the right kind. And to do that, you can just ask the auto parts store. What kind does my car need? And know that know your year, make, and model, and they'll be able to tell you which one is good for your car. And most auto parts stores carry pretty much everything that's manufactured out there. They don't carry every everything, but they they carry most of the different brands and different types that are used in your everyday cars. And make sure your you get the right kind and make sure your level is to the top that's what you're looking for if you see any rust build up on the cap or any gunk build up it's probably time for a flush and your coolant system is something you can flush yourself and it, you just drain it out of the radiator out of the bottom add the flush to it that you can buy out of an auto parts store and fit, top it back off with water and drive it around for a few days and then come back and fill it back up with the proper coolant and you've cleaned your system out that's one way to to do it and that's due it's different for different cars but it's generally around every hundred thousand miles sometimes more for for some cars so it's not due often 
but it is something that you want to keep an eye on and know your levels and and know the condition of it. If you let it go too long, it can it can tear up your cooling system in your car, and you don't want to do that. And you definitely don't ever add water. Never add water to a cooling system. It will rust it up. It'll tear up the bearings in your water pump and make it leak, and you don't want to do that. So always add antifreeze, and if you're not sure what kind, use the 50-50 um, mix that is the type that you need for your car. Okay, we got two minutes left, Allison. Although, uh, you know, oil and antifreeze are liquids, we don't call them fluids. We talked about brake fluid. Let's do power steering fluid and transmission fluid. Power steering fluid is something that needs to be changed about every 50,000 miles on your car. You can do it the same as the brake fluid and just change the fluid out of the reservoir because to actually do a flush on that, it's a little bit more involved. And you um, you can suck it out with a turkey baster. That's, you can use it for your brake fluid, too. Unlike brake fluid, you can spill a little bit. It's not going to hurt anything. But the, your power steering fluid will turn black over time and look awful, and it needs to look like vegetable oil, too. It needs to be a pretty color. It will mix with the old fluid that's in there and discolor as soon as you crank up the car, but you'll know that you've got a good bit of fresh fluid in there just from changing the reservoir, which is most of the fluid in it. And... Um, and like I said, you want to do that every 50,000 miles. You also want to check the level and make sure your level is good. That's something you want to do. It's got a, you can check it cold or hot. Usually for power steering fluid, they have a level for either. And that's one thing to check. Transmission fluid is the main fluid that you check while the car, after it's been running, and you leave it running and check it with the dipstick and check the level that way. And you're looking for discoloration in it. Transmission fluid is red. And you want it to be a clear red, and you don't want it to be dark colored or turning black. That would be past due at that point. And that's something you want to change on average every 50,000 miles and do a drain and fill on that. Or on a newer car, you can get away with the flush on a newer car if you know the, the fluid is good. And so that's the way you take your transmission fluid. All right. And then the last thing, don't forget about that air filter. Check it every time you change your oil. Thanks, Allison. And thank you, listeners. Thank you. Financial support from listeners and viewers of Mississippi Public Broadcasting is turned into programs and channels that deliver a valuable public service. It's drive time. And during our fall fundraising campaign, we're asking for you. Yeah, I'm talking to you. Talking to you to step up and support the people of Mississippi through donations to MPB. MPB and you, let's do this together. Hey there, it's David Green. You know, there comes a time when you've just got to let go of that old vehicle. Maybe it has lots of great memories, but it's also maybe just taking up space. And selling it can be such a hassle. So here's one thought. Let this station take that vehicle off your hands. Proceeds from the sale benefit this station, and you could get a tax break. Thanks. Donate your car, motorcycle, boat, or RV by going to mpbonline.org. The information presented on this program is meant to provide general information about the topics discussed 
and is not necessarily the opinion of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. The information presented does not create any type of relationship between the hosts and guests and the listening audience. Please consult an appropriate professional for guidance about your concerns. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast.